This is erotica author, writer, and podcaster, Ruin Willow. I want to welcome you to the Oh, Fuck Yeah! with Ruin Willow podcast, where we talk about all things sex. Ooh, <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Well, today, we're going to be listening to me read an erotic story by an erotic author. So if you're under 18, please leave the podcast now. This is for adults only because this is going to be hot, hot as fuck. Now this story is a little bit taboo. It starts out kind of like a dirty joke. A priest, a nun, and a guy walk into a church. (laughs) Okay, are you ready? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start reading, and I want you to get comfortable. Are you comfortable? Get ready to enjoy. All right. This is called The Nunnery. Carol, Don, and Bill, written by Cindy Sinclair and B.D. Hampton. As an introduction, this is the story of how Carol met Don, and how their relationship with Bill grew to be a loving relationship they have in The Quiet Chick Barbie's Adventures, Chapter 1. May you go in peace, Father Bill O'Mahony said. The congregation made the sign of the cross and stood, and began filing out into the foyer. Out of the corner of Carol's eye, she noticed a young man her age. The young man was strapping, with a barrel chest and a blonde crew cut his blue blazer for his frame just right, and his tight dress pants hugged his thighs. Ooh. Carol had been a nun for six months the day she met Don Goldstein, a prominent lawyer from Atlanta. She had heard he was a successful college graduate from up north somewhere. Don and Carol made eye contact. He stared at her intently, as he always did before she noticed him. His crush never knew he stared until one day, during a boring mass, Carol's eyes searched the crowd. Bill was the man she was with secretly. Their affair had happened when Carol had first become a nun, fresh out of her training at the local women's shelter. Carol was full of positive energy and a selfless attitude. The only thing that tipped her moral compass was her need for a rough cock in her mound. Bill had presented himself quietly at first, and then one night, while the rain sounded like the nails on a tin roof, he appeared at her door with a bottle of whiskey and two glasses. Not knowing his true intentions, Carol opened the door, and he slid inside. 
They made small talk as Bill gathered his courage to tell her how he felt. Carol had slept with men and women in high school, and she entered the service of the Lord as a means of escape from her promiscuous behavior. Her shame was too great to carry on. Her sins, she felt, were the direct result of her lack of faith that she couldn't or wouldn't change. The feel of a cock in her mound, asshole, or her mouth was more powerful than any calling she ever had. Carol's and Bill's first encounter was carnalistic and intense. Bill had a small cock, which Carol didn't mind. She was never a size queen. Father Bill was a young man as well, but his desires for women outweighed his service as well. Two lost souls looking for anything to change their mundane life. It had been difficult for both of them to hide their affair, and the mother superior, Bruma, from Russia had caught on, but she was an alcoholic. Bruma wouldn't betray their secret because they would betray her. The only recourse of action for anyone was confession. One of the nuns besides Carol nudged her in the ribs when she noticed Carol staring at Don. The flesh of man is not for us. Remember, you are now married to the Lord, her mentor Nancy hissed. Carol rolled her eyes. Nancy knew her secrets, and about the time Father Bill had his way with Carol in the confessional booth late at night the previous week, Nancy wasn't as pure as a driven snow either. She enjoyed a snort of snow every now and then, every now and again. Their church was full of fuck-ups, but none of the parishioners ever knew. Everyone completed their duties. Surface always outweighed their sins. Don stood and made his way past Carol, his soft blue eyes burning into hers. Carol smiled quickly, and as soon as it appeared, it disappeared. Carol stood and led the procession of sisters from the hall and into the foyer to meet and greet anyone who stayed behind to mingle. Father Bill followed them, and Don caught his eye. Bill gave a knowing nod, having counseled him as soon as he got into town. Don nodded at Bill and walked behind the line of sisters. As Carol lined up at the rear of the column, the other sisters took their place with Mother Superior at the head. As the parishioners lined up, Don darted over to Carol with a smile. Sister, he quickly said. Sir, Carol said, returning his greeting. Bruma eyed him wearily and then was distracted by a woman who wanted to talk about a passage in the Bible. Don slid his business card from his pocket, and as soon as he reached out to shake her hand, he palmed the card and inserted it into hers. Carol's hand shook as she palmed the card and crossed her hands in front of her. Don placed his winter hat on his head and headed for the door, 
and out into the blistering cold. Carol breathed a sigh of relief as Bruma turned back around. I will send you to the North Pole. If you continue this behavior, she snapped. Carol rolled her eyes again and said, Yes, sister. After everyone had filed out, Father Bill passed by and mouthed, Three, and continued to his office. Three in the morning was their time to spend together in each other's arms, sweaty and spent. They always met in the confessional booth to make sure no one knew. Carol mostly rode him in reverse cowgirl, so not to make the booth shake. She always bit a ruler to muffle her moans and screams. <laughs> Bill had the unfortunate habit of orgasming deep inside her. It was only a matter of time before she became pregnant. Bill was a premature ejaculator, and she could never time his orgasm or how his knees shook when he came. And he came hard. His orgasm was quite comical, and he always said a Hail Mary afterwards to absolve him of sin as he leaned his sweat-drenched forehead onto her back with a loud groan. He always said her sweet spot was the work of the devil because of how tight it was. Carol never said a Hail Mary afterward because she wasn't repentant. She enjoyed feeling a man's cum deep in her juices, and as it dripped down the inside of her thigh and onto the middle of her habit. Carol watched Dawn walk through the front door and opened her palm. She stared at the numbers and glanced around. Bruma saw the movement and shook her head. Carol slipped the card inside her hand warmer and waited for the procession to proceed. Chapter 2 John waited in his Audi, the heat on full blast in the wintertime air. He stared at his phone, waiting for a call he hoped would come through. A few moments, he received a text from a blocked number. All it said was, Tomorrow night, midnight, Motel 6, Peachtree. Bring lube. Don grinned and licked his lips. I knew it, he said to himself. Carol glanced at her clock and noticed it was ten minutes to three. She snatched the lube off her dresser and opened her door. Carol stared and listened for anything moving in the hallway. Not hearing anything, she tiptoed down the corridor, and as she turned the corner, she ran into Nancy, her mentor, whose eyes were glazed over. Nancy sniffed and dabbed at the white powder around her nostrils. Out late again, are we? Nancy slurred, wearing a tight pair of jeans and a low-cut shirt. Nancy was striking. Her large breasts were pushed up, and her pants were tight against her small ass. Her hair was fire engine red, and the crow's feet around her eyes made her look regal 
Carol smirked and chuckled. Out late like you, but not fucking a drug dealer for coke. Nancy growled. My demons are my own. At least I'm not an ass whore for Father Bill, she spat. Carol chuckled again. Dick is better for you than coke. Your eyes are glossy, and my chin is after a session. Now move aside and go to your room, Sister Nancy, before old-ass Bruma comes out here and catches us both. Nancy smirked, then stepped forward. She kissed Carol passionately, her hands searching Carol's body. Carol tried to step back, but Nancy held her. Carol moaned as Nancy bit her earlobe. Oh, 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 and grabbed a handful of her ass cheeks. I'm going with you to the booth because I haven't had enough cock for the evening and I'm going to show you how to fuck a man of the cloth, Nancy said, snatching Carol by the throat. Now move it, whore. Nancy pushed Carol forward and followed behind her, slapping Carol's ass every few moments. Wedding Carol's sweet spot. I know you've been fucking Bill. Hell, I have too. But I'm much less obvious than a high school whore, Nancy hissed. Carol stopped dead in her tracks. What was that? Before your little whore ass came along, I was fucking him, Nancy spat. Carol sighed and continued to walk. They reached the confessional booth, and Bill slid the door open. His jaw dropped when he saw Nancy. He tried to close the door, but Nancy held it open. Not so fast, Father Bill, Nancy hissed. You've been screwing my apprentice. Explain before I go to the bishop. Bill shook his head in disbelief. Nancy, she's pure and innocent. How could I keep my hands to myself? Nancy smirked. Father, there is only one solution. I want you to buy me Coke from now on. And when I want your dick, you will give it to me. Carol gasped. How dare you, Nancy? Nancy turned in Carol's direction. I don't want your mouth to open unless you're taking a cock or slit in your mouth. Do you understand me? Carol nodded and lowered her eyes. So, Father, go outside and meet my drug dealer and buy me an eight ball, Nancy spat. Bill stared through her. No. Nancy chuckled. Father, they will defrock you if I go to the bishop. Let's just say I have leverage on him, too. Bill scowled at her. Fine. Just leave Carol alone. Nancy smirked and then glanced at Carol. No, I'm going to fuck her while you're gone. And then I'm going to fuck you, father. Just like I used to. We will meet you in your office. Bill stood silent for a moment. Fine, I will go. Carol raised an eyebrow after Bill left. And how are you fucking me? Meet me in the office, and I will be with you shortly, Nancy snapped before leaving her room. A few minutes later, Nancy walked into the office in her habit, 
and closed the door behind her. Carol sat on the couch, wringing her hands. Nancy yanked her habit over her head and tossed it to the desk. She was naked and had on the largest strap-on Carol had ever seen. Assume the position, whore, and lift your hobbit over your ass, Nancy spat, her tone like ice. You want to fuck around in this convent? I will make you wish you hadn't. That thing is huge, sister. I don't know what... In your ass, Nancy said, lifting Carol up by the top of her habit. Now assume the position. Carol paused and turned around slowly. Hike your ass up and bend over, Nancy commanded, throwing Carol's habit over her naked ass, exposing her butt plug. Oh, you are a dirty whore, aren't you? Nancy spat. Father Bill stuffs that small cock in there, huh? Carol shrugged. It feels good. Nancy slapped both of her ass cheeks, then pulled the small bottle of lube from her harness. She lubed the dildo up and squirted some on Carol's asshole. There will be no foreplay. I'm going to fuck you. Turn this rabbit on near my clit, and you'll thank me when I'm done. Understand? Carol nodded. Good. Now spread your cheeks, Nancy said, yanking the butt plug out and tossing it at their feet. Carol spread her cheeks slowly, while Nancy slid the tip inside her. Carol grimaced uh, 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 as it passed through, the girth making her feel like an anal virgin all over again. Carol heard the buzzing of the rabbit as Nancy moaned. She wiggled more inside Carol and gripped her hips in a death grip. Nancy arched Carol's back and slid the rest of the way in. Carol went to scream, but Nancy clamped her hand over her mouth. Muffled and bucking, Carol shivered and planted her palms on the edge of the sofa. After a few minutes, Carol screeched with a muffle. <laughs> Do you like that, Sister Carol? Nancy sneered. Yes, she managed to moan as she rubbed her clit. Oh, yeah. Bill opened the door and gasped. What in God's name? Shut the fuck up, Bill, and assume the position over your desk. Do you have my Coke? Bill nodded with a sigh, hanging his head. Yes. Good. Put some in your palm and bring it over here, Nancy commanded. Bill did as he was told and emptied a good size into his palm. He held it under Nancy's nose, and she hoovered it up. Her thrusting tempo increased, driving Carol's head into the pillows. Carol whimpered as she held her screams. 
she came one final time and squirted on the couch. Nancy shoved her off the dildo. Your time is through, whore. Now lay there and don't make a sound. When Bill is ready to come, he will swallow his load. Nancy laughed. (laughs) Shouldn't take long at all. Nancy paused on the way over to Bill. Did you say something? Thank you, Sister Nancy, she moaned, rubbing her clit. Bill huffed and growled as Carol lay down. He lay over the desk. Nancy walked over. And do your belt and drop your pants to your ankles, sissy. Bill unbuckled his belt. You're the devil, he spat. Grip the front of your desk and shut the fuck up, Father Bill. Take this dildo. Take this dildo like the sissy you are, Nancy said, gripping him by the back of his shirt and shoving him forward. Fucking bitch, Bill said, spreading his ass cheeks. Stop acting like you don't take it in the ass. This used to be your favorite toy, Nancy barked with a laugh. Bill didn't say anything. Nancy lubed the dildo up and flicked the tip on Bill's asshole. Remember his name, Father? Bill sighed. (sighs) Ass tickler. That's right, Father. Ass? She inserted the dildo and gripped his hips as Bill groaned and wiggled his ass. Tickler. Beg me for it like you used to, Nancy hissed. Please shove it all the way in, sister. Bill groaned. Mm -hmm. We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Spring Cleaning Champions, Manscaped. This season, make sure the man in your life grooms his carpets and his drapes with the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Have him clear out that winter bush with Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and watch his confidence bloom like the springtime flowers. Embrace the season and have him join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our special offer, go to manscaped.com and use code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, for the 20% off and free shipping. Have you ever been doing some oral pleasure and got some hairs in your mouth or your teeth? Well, (laughs) Manscaped can help with that. Try being clean-shaven or spring cleaning. After he uses Manscaped, you can say, "Hmm, let's get some busy with some spring fever in the bedroom. Try out Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. It is an amazing trimmer that features two interchangeable heads, one for taking a little off the top and the new foil blade to go smooth. If you want to go smooth for spring cleaning, make sure you try out Manscaped products. Bring on those smooth skin sexy slaps in the bedroom. And how do you do that? Use Manscaped products to shave clean down in your pubic area. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, all caps at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code RUIN. 
at manscaped.com. Nothing like a little spring cleaning in his pants, right? In your pants if you're a man. (laughs) Spring clean your groin area. Try smooth. Try it with Manscaped. Sliding his hand to his flaccid dick. Nancy gripped one of his shoulders and pressed forward against his ass cheeks. She gripped his opposite hip and fucked him hard as she could. At one point, reaching up on her tiptoes, the harder she slammed, the more Bill bit his lip with his stomach smacking off the edge of the desk. Bill. Nancy threw a leg up onto the table and slammed down as hard as she could. Bill muffled a scream. Remember this move? Nancy cooed. Yes, he groaned, tugging at his rising cock. Jerk your dick, knowing I own your soul, father. Nancy spat on him. Because I do, don't I? Yes, yes, do. Bill gasped, a single tear falling from his eye. After another few minutes of hard-ass fucking, Bill was ready to explode. Nancy felt him tense and yanked him around while still slamming the dildo up his ass. Take his seed, slut, Nancy commanded. Carol hurried to her knees and practically dove in front of Bill. She slid under him as Nancy pile-drived Bill to his knees. Carol snatched his dick and put it in her mouth. Come, you dirty fucker, Nancy hissed, slapping his ass cheeks as hard as she could. Bill moaned low and bit his lip to keep from screaming as his nut rolled down Carol's throat. Carol sucked on his red tip and squeezed his balls as the nut continued to drip. Nancy withdrew, unharnessed, and snatched the bag of coke off his desk. If I catch you two in the confessional booth, I won't be nice next time. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must tend to the homeless out front. Nancy said and then left. God damn it, I loathe that woman, Bill said, slowly inserting his fingers in and out of his ass. Don hurried the office to do some paperwork. After working for six hours, he glanced at his watch and cursed. He sped home and burst through the door of his opulent home, hidden among the peach tree-lined street. He took the stairs two steps at a time as he sprinted upstairs. The motel was a half hour from his house, close to the suburbs. He ran the water in the shower and shaved his face. He glanced at his blonde pubic hair and lathered it with shaving cream. He made short work of it and jumped in the shower. He snatched the Irish Spring body wash and soaped up. After thoroughly scrubbing himself, Don turned the water off and grabbed a towel on the counter. He dried off, grabbed his old English cologne, and dosed himself on the neck, cock, and ass. You take no chances when sleeping with a freaky nun. He walked to the closet, selected a black Armani suit, and dressed. He glanced at the clock on the wall. It was eleven. He hurried down the stairs and out to his car. He made a quick stop at the twenty-four Walgreens, bought a bouquet of sunflowers, 
and sped to the motel. George Clinton blasted through the speakers. He yanked the wheel right and drove up to the door. He opened it and headed into the lobby. Out of breath from the excitement, Don made it to the desk. May I help you? The man across from him asked. Yes, I need the most secluded room you have. You wouldn't be Don, would you? Quirk asked. Don paused with a puzzled look on his face. Yes, I am. The clerk handed him the key to the room with a smile. The young lady is in room 156, all the way down to the right side of the building. Don gulped and took the key. Have fun, sir, the clerk said with a knowing smile. Don grinned. Oh, I will. He sprinted to the car and hopped in. He turned the engine over, reversed, and drove to the end of the building. He took a deep breath, tapped the steering wheel. Well, here goes nothing, he muttered, exiting the car. He knocked on the door, and Father Bill answered. Don glanced around. Um, wrong room, Don said, turning around. No, my son, you have the correct room. Please come in, Bill said. He stepped back and opened the door further. A naked and bound Carol lay against the pillows around her. Don's eyes opened wide. What the fuck? He muttered with a raised eyebrow. Carol gave a shy smile and beckoned him with her finger. Come on in, Don, and I'll explain. Don took a hesitant step forward, and Bill closed the door behind him. May I take your coat? Don laid the flowers on the table by the door and took off his jacket. He handed it to Bill, who hung it in the closet. Did I miss something? Don asked. Bill chuckled. No, Don, you didn't. Carol licked her lips. Bill and I fuck. He likes to watch me and jerk off in the corner when I fuck other men. Don's eyes went wide as saucers. I still don't understand. Carol giggled. I love cock, Don. I usually have Bill bring men here and watch me with complete strangers. She licked her lips again. Can you perform with another man watching? She cooed. Don cleared his throat. I've never done that. Do you want to try? Bill asked from behind him. Don glanced behind him. Whatever it takes. I've been watching Sister Carol for months. Good, Bill hissed, rubbing his crotch. Did you bring lube, Don? Carol asked innocently. All Don could do was nod. Yes, sister. Something I should know? I love that whole plug, she moaned, licking her lips. I also love being tied up and pounded into submission. Don gulped. Never done that, either. Well, this is the end of the reading for today. This is part one 
of the story, please listen to my next podcast to hear the remainder, part two of the story. And I hope you enjoyed this reading. This is Ruin Willow reading. I hope you enjoyed part one reading of The Nunnery by Cindy Sinclair and B.G. Hampton. I want to thank them for sharing this story with me and asking me to read it on my podcast. Please listen to my next podcast to get part two. And I hope you connect with me on social media. On Twitter, I am Ranchi Is and Ruin Willow. On Instagram, I am Ruin Willow, Ruin Willow One, and Ruin Willow Author. I'm also on YouTube, MeWe, and Pinterest. You can read my longer stories at ruinwillowauthor.com. Please leave me a comment. I would love to hear from you and what you think. I would love it if you shared my podcast so others can hear it too. And you know, if you like what I do, you like my readings, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss one. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a sexy fucking day. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck yeah. Have a sexy fucking day. Love ya. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped products where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to get yourself ready for sexy times. Heat up your spring with a new shave, a new trim. Perhaps try going there. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom, if you know what I mean.